This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno. And with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno. And also with me is... <laughs> totally... <laughs> I'm screaming, sorry. <laughs> my Solana McDaniel first QN student at Aikido Fresno. All right. Wow, I had my whole own thing that I was going to do right I there. I thought I'd just try some totally, new. I like, no, like, totally fucked me up right there. That was the best. I was going to sit there and I was going to be really quiet ever. for a second and I was going to be like, oh, sorry, I was meditating. Oh, my Solana, I see. You know, like mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. throwing a thing because that's maybe what we're going to talk about today. Oh. Well, I mean, not just oh. meditating, but like that kind of stuff spiritual stuff yeah so, so this oh go <laughs> yeah we had a question from uh jim gallant he actually had two so we're gonna hit one of the one of his questions today um he said as ueshiba was a religious person and he seemed to incorporate the spiritual stuff into aikido in some way do you use spiritual practices to supplement your aikido physical training is spiritual practice even necessary to practice aikido could non-eastern spiritual practices be used to supplement aikido training there's a lot in there. There's man. a lot. There That's is a, a lot in there. There's a huge amount yeah. of information in there. A lot, a lot of questions. A lot of questions. Um, um, uh, just a disclaimer. I was <laughs> <laughs> real scared we're going to I'm really someone. scared that, like, I don't know, one or all of us is going to accidentally insult someone. So I I'm think, just. I think we'll be fine. I know. I'm just putting it out there. I don't know. We're respectful people. I, I'm, Maya is, and that's why she's worried. Right. <laughs> you two chuckle fucks don't <laughs> give a heck. Chuckle fucks, that you say. Yes. As you are the respectable one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's all I'm saying. No, I, I think. We're not trying to uh, step on any toes. Yeah. No, I think we'll be, uh, I think it'll be fine. So the religions we don't like are. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's not at all what this is about. <laughs> but I do think it's a good question. Uh, or a good topic for discussion, seeing as Aikido more than most martial arts, even more than most like uh, um, Eastern martial arts, has a like some some seated roots in spirituality. You know, I mean, it, it definitely feels that way anyway. Oh, I think it's huge. Depending on how people actually practice it, it that the uh aesthetic and the idea definitely there is a a spiritual component to it well and not to mention there was a whole period of our founder's life which was spent focusing on spiritual stuff and i mean arguably all of it right yeah and so people see that and go well there must be a a, a big spiritual aspect to aikido and i think that's something that's important to think about and if you look at the I think a lot of people kind of get uh, there's some confusion about things in that uh, they look at like the sort of idea of oh we don't hurt people or whatever um, as part of the spiritual aspect you know it's like yeah we don't hurt like we could destroy people but we don't because we're spiritual people right and we know better than to do that kind of thing which I don't think is necessarily true but I think that's it's uh, definitely in there I mean it's definitely that's part definitely of the people a, think about uh, um, you know a sentiment. common yeah. sentiment that that people have. I think, yeah, generally, like, uh, for uh, most people, I think um, people connect the idea of some, like, moral system or something to some kind of spiritual system. And so, right, right, exactly what you're saying, which is, like, that Aikido, there is kind of an assumed um, morality to what we do. And so then there's, with that, there's an assumed spirituality that goes with that morality or that guides that. Um, 
So yeah. So let's start with the first. The first question. The first read little that, piece. There's a lot the, in there. The piece that's like, do we? <clears throat> um. Do you use? Yeah. Do you use spiritual practice to supplement your Aikido physical wow. training? It's an interesting, uh, like, way to phrase that. You know, do you use um, spiritual practice to supplement your Aikido training? Um, I think we need to. I mean, I don't know anything uh, about Jim. Like, I don't know uh, what what he's into. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I can just kind of infer. Um, but like, I think that that's a, a valid kind of way to say a thing, which is, is like, what is spiritual practice? What is a spiritual practice? And then do we use those kinds of spiritual practice things, um, in our Aikido? Right. Um, and, and I think it's a good, good thing. So it's funny, about. uh, just right off, I want to be like, no, <laughs> right? <laughs> like right off. But I don't think that's a hundred percent true. You know, yeah. because I do I think that, like, way. we're doing a martial art, and uh, art, I believe, in is inherently tied to, like, the human condition, and that is inherently a spiritual kind of thing. Yeah. Looking for deeper meaning in humanity, in life, whatever. Uh, the martial art is trying to make you a better human being, right. which, again, I feel like is a very spiritual thing. So, the very act of it is spiritual so i don't like in some ways i feel like you can't untether them yeah so like uh, in that respect the answer is like yes because i show up and i'm mindful of what's happening on the mat when i'm there um and that is a very spiritual kind of thing now do i meditate no do i um you know do other like more overtly spiritual things not really yeah i think it's it's if we talk about this from the perspective of because we can only i mean truthfully we can only ever talk about things from our perspective but if we try and look at it from someone who has a very definitive opinion about what is spiritual then i mean the answer would probably be pretty simple which is well no we don't do the you know things that people would be like oh that's clearly spiritual like like pray or meditate or you know that kind of stuff um in a very obvious way. Um, but I think there's another way to look at it, which is what is your, because spirituality is very personal, I think. Uh, it's personal experience for everyone. Um, that it's whatever you interpret as spiritual, um, that's something you can kind of only define for yourself. So, man, uh, look, I think that there is a common way we use the word spirit um, all the time. And I think it's very normal. And I think... Everyone would say it's a part of everything we do, which is like, I'll give us examples. You're in good spirits today. So you're in good spirits today just mean like you seem alive and alert and doing good things and, you know, in a good mood. And that's great. You know, like it doesn't mean like that there is a ethereal creature floating around you that is good. You know, um, you go to spirit rallies in the U.S. We go to high school spirit rallies and it's like. They, it's before we have a big game, and they try and hype you up, and they get your spirit in the mood for the game. Right now, I am drinking a spirit, right? So, like, uh, you you imbibe alcohol because it puts you in a good mood, makes you, ah, I'm ready to go, do stuff. That's good spirits, and you drink spirits to do that. So, like, there's lots of ways we use the word spirit that no one attaches to anything religious yeah. or anything like that. And it's it's a very direct meaning of the word spirit. And and so is Aikido a spiritual practice? And I think that's kind of what Josh was saying, which is, like, in one sense, it's totally undeniable that it is because everything kind of has to be a spiritual practice. Playing soccer has to be a spiritual practice because if it wasn't, you wouldn't do, do it. it. Right. And right. It, it, you certainly would never be any good at it because your spirit would never be in it, you know? So you'd never have any drive, any passion for it, right? Yeah. So anything 
anything you do as a, a passion, anything that you do for yeah, fun or for anything fun, you yeah. do uh, outside of, you know, I'm making money or, you know, is that's spiritual kind of right yeah. right and and so that's i mean i think that's a that's part of it and so when you say like do you use spiritual practices in aikido which is kind of the practice to supplement your aikido physical training um i think that kind of stuff for sure and i think we're gonna, we're gonna need to circle back and kind of talk about what that stuff is but then let's talk about another usage of the word spirit and this is the one that people all feel weird about or at least i think the three of us feel weird about and maybe a lot of other people feel weird about but when you say spiritual to mean the relation to a religion and you know if you're in a religious community and everyone's real comfortable with that then it's like oh cool yeah that is a natural part of spirit like our religion is part of our building of spirit but i think if you're from a mixed mixed group of people right so this is kind of like why maya was a little apprehensive when you go into this episode like you know she's been around people of different religions and sometimes there's a clash and so it's like you're not right i'm right you know and it, it's a very spirited debate that people will have uh, about their different religions you know and i think that some people sometimes get insulted when because they maybe take their of course take their religion very seriously it's a really big part of their life and so to see someone say something like oh this is my spiritual practice and it doesn't have the same maybe weight or the same seriousness level that somebody who takes their religion very seriously they could find that as an insult you know and and so i like i think that's what i mean by if you're judging it by that then it 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 gets it can get like a sticky wicket you know right and then you know also little interpretations of what god Mm -hmm. is and stuff like that being different can also just be little things that we get caught on, you know? And so right. so I think a lot of times when people say, you know, uh, I have a spiritual practice in my Aikido, other people are worried that, like, they're bringing their specific idea of God or religion into their Aikido, and that maybe is uncomfortable for them, you know? And there are times where I think that's appropriate, right? So, like, if I was teaching... Uh, I'm not religious at all, by the way. But uh, if I was teaching uh, a Christian group about uh, Aikido, like maybe bringing their idea of God, because it's it's the same, like they all have roughly the same idea, that might be fine, you know? And and the same for Yoshiba, like, you know, having this roughly Japanese idea of, and, and boy, I'm going to get criticized for this. But, you know, a general idea of what spirituality means to a group of people from a culture, then you can kind of do that. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a common language right, that they right, speak. Right, there's a common language. Yeah. And that's, re- that's, that's uh, why this is so such a sticky wicket is because like Yoshiba was into some esoteric weird stuff and so it's like a lot of what he believed isn't what the general Japanese right, populace right, believed right. but um, so so let's say there are those two and we could probably get into more but there's roughly those two definitions of spirit like one being the mundane usage to mean impassioned and excited about and, and very in the moment and then the other meaning uh, a reference to religion and, and God and, and you know that kind of spirituality um, so I think Yoshiba was about both of those in his Aikido, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he was a religious dude, and that religion was a part of his original concepts of Aikido, um, and I think there are things that stick around, like the way we bow in, the way we do a lot of different things in Aikido are stuck around from that that religious stuff, um, and I don't have a religion, and I don't think it's, um, you know, negative to any... Um, I don't think it's demeaning to anyone of a religion to go in and do those kinds of practices. You know, it's not like you're bowing to someone else's God or something. It's just the the trappings of Aikido. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that stuff will circle back into what I was saying a second ago, which is like, um, do you use a spiritual practice to supplement your Aikido physical training? And then I think we can kind of talk about what that means. And maybe we've been talking too long. You're both looking at me. No, no. I think this is really fascinating. And you're saying some of the things that I wanted to say better than I I could say them. So this is uh, the way way that that question is phrased is very interesting to me. 
Um, do you use the physical practices to supplement physical practices? Spiritual um, practices. Spiritual, right. Physical, yeah. And uh, I'm, <clears throat> I, I'm not even sure I know what that – I mean, I, I have an idea maybe, but uh, what that kind of means. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, Jim, so I can't say for sure, but I would guess that, like, the kinds of practices you find in religion, do you use those kinds of practices for – uh, martial arts for your Aikido. And and so let me give an example of that, right? So like, you know, you could have a Zen religious practice of sitting in meditation. Do you use that practice, sitting in meditation, to supplement, to supplement your Aikido, right? You could use the Christian practice of prayer. You could right, use right, that right. to supplement your Aikido training. You know, so all like religions have spiritual practices, like inherently spiritual. I mean, that that's what they're mm-hmm. built for, right? So to get you through hard times and to commune with groups. To and all develop kinds of, your spirit. Yeah, exactly, right. Your relationship with a particular god or whatever the case is. That's right. And the way I would take it that he's saying that, and maybe I'm wrong, is that he's saying, do you carve out things from those true spiritual practices right uh-huh. like a religion and then put that into your aikido to help your aikido training i think and maybe I'm, I'm making this more confusing but there's a way that people use the word spiritual as kind of like a um well i'm not religious but i'm spiritual and that's kind of like a not a step down but a step away from religion mm, and I it's a little a, a little vaguer i think um and it allows people to kind of feel more comfortable with um having spiritual practices but not having a particular attachment to like a a certain structure or system of a particular religion and so i think um that maybe would be what he's talking about more so is like not specifically like um you know having a, a big attachment to you know particular um you know sect or whatever mm-hmm. um but having like a general collection of spiritual practices that um you know that they enjoy and feel like they're getting closer to whatever they personally believe whatever their interpretation of the world is you know right um and i think that maybe for a lot of aikido practitioners um is a good supplement for their aikido i've heard a lot of people talk about that as you know something they like to do in addition to aikido uh so is this something that Happen like I mean I could see part of class being carved out for you know we're taking fifteen minutes to meditate here before mm-hmm. or after mm-hmm. everything else I mean is that what are some other examples of how that might play because I'm just having aside from the meditation or prayer like yeah I'm having a hard time thinking what of something else would even be and. Part of this is like, I feel like we do this a little bit in everything that we do, Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm thinking about weapons practices and it's a lot of, um, it's almost mindfulness. Mindfulness. It's almost meditative at at points. Um, now how that relates back to the spiritual, I'm not sure, you know? Right, right, right. Um, so I think, I think mindfulness practice is definitely, I mean, like certainly you look at like uh Mennonites Amish like there's a lot of religions I could think of that like being mindful is super important to to your religious practice or your spiritual practice and it's because like the being mindfulness allows you to be attentive to what you're doing in all aspects so you're not just being careless with how your spirit is right. being you're being mindful of your spirit right and so and like what that mean is like you know if I get super excited and I start swearing up a storm like we do on this podcast all the time or something you know maybe I, I want to be mindful of that and watch it you know like I want to I want to be careful about that you know um so so, so mindfulness is definitely one. Um, uh, evangelistic stuff, right? So preaching and getting people on board and saying like, hey, everybody, you know, we're going to do this thing and it's good and it's, you know, like this kind of thing. I see that. Like in that you get that with some instructors, I'm sure, where they are more uh, – It's 
sort let me of take you on a journey to explore right, the world right. you know aikido in the yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. for as sure as opposed to just sort of a straightforward practice it's more of like a like you're saying like a evangelical right. right and i don't mean that in like no, the but, strictest religion but right. yeah yeah, and I mean, that's something you could carve out of religion and yeah. put it in. Yeah. Amusing on a concept or a theme to, to think about how to be a better right. person right. or how right. or what why things are all connected. Or and how unifying you know. the community in yes. that, you know, like yeah. bringing us all together and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we're thinking on the same lines. And uh, I've definitely, I don't, you know, we've done, I have seen you do that before, I think not in any sort of formalized way, but I do think that is something that you would see in some schools fairly formalized you know maybe sure. maybe every class is like that for sure yeah. i mean if you can you know like I, I i never hit anyone over the head with it but it's like if i can get the whole class on board we all have a better time together yeah you know what i mean like we're all hey look we're working on this thing it's exciting and then everyone's like yeah and they have more spirit they have more energy more passion about it so they work on it more um psychedelic stuff right so like this is a kind of spiritual Drugs. practice right <laughs> no 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 <laughs> we're all gonna that's take lsd at two high falls that was a <laughs> no that was a <laughs> A thought that uh, I would never do it because I'm afraid. But I feel <laughs> that like was very real. That was very I feel real. Like that, there was total seriousness in the. I feel there. like that would be a really awesome experience. Get if it wasn't together. a really horrible experience, right? Because it could be horrible. I don't think it would be horrible, but at the same time, uh, it, it is. There's enough of a question mark for me to not want to do it. But I feel like that could be a definite, like really like mind expanding experience yeah. and you know like i mean that doesn't you know like, i just want to clarify real quick i think our listeners are probably on board but that doesn't mean taking drugs that means like having an experience that blows your mind right. you know like something that changes the way you're perceiving the world and makes it different and and trippy drugs and, aren't know, the only way to get high kids no, there's tons of ways like so driving your students to total exhaustion can do it um doing super intense practices uh doing mindfulness practice to the nth so it's just like things get trippy when you start doing it over and over uh weird breath control stuff yep, yep. Uh, uh training in the dark training in the dark exactly yeah uh requesting your students explore a part of their mind they don't normally explore or doing something very abrupt and and shocking to them um all those things will create a psychedelic effect and and that's definitely part of spiritual practices and definitely can be used in aikido like carved out and used for aikido i think what um all of those practices have and and i think I'm wondering right now if these, like all these different quote unquote spiritual practices, they're all just things that you can call them spiritual or not, but they're just things that get us closer to connecting with each other, that get us closer to connecting with ourselves, that get us closer to connecting with the world around us and being more present. And, and, and that may have a link to religion because that's what religion and spirituality is all about is like having an understanding of the world and how you fit into it and how you're connected to other people and, and what your place is and, and feeling at peace with that. And I, and that doesn't have to be religious or right. spiritual. Well, I think though. what Josh said at the very beginning of the podcast was art is like that. Art and religion are, yeah. are on the same tip a lot, you know. Only thing that's different about religions is it's an organized thing that right. has a dogmatic way of looking at stuff um, and has a set of practices that go to that. But that doesn't mean those practices that belong to those different religions can only be used for that religion. Right. And in fact, most religions share many of these similar types of practices. Right. And so that was going to be the, the next question where he talks about. Is, is it is it necessary to practice Aikido? Uh, uh, or no? Well, okay, uh, yeah, we could do that. I was going to jump down in about the the Western. Yeah, could non Eastern spiritual practices be used to supplement Aikido training? And I think the answer we've said is yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. I mean, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. You know. I think, of course, I think this is for all of us. The sticky wicket with that is like 
um, connecting the practices to a specific religion or a specific spirituality and pulling that onto the mat can be troublesome if you're not all on the same page. Right. And and so that's the the one hesitation that I would say to that stuff. I mean, I honestly think Yoshiba ran into tons of trouble with this, and I think Aikido's still scarred from it, which is like his desire to talk about things in his religious views uh, we don't understand. And it's so not it's a like, language that all of his stu- students right. yeah, spoke. Yeah, yeah. And so it takes a lot to like understand what he means by a certain kami doing a certain thing, and he references some deity, and it's like, oh, what does that deity mean? You got to look it up and understand what that deity meant, and then right. then in addition to that, you got to understand what that deity meant to him right, because right. he had his own little skew on what that deity meant. Yeah. So it's like it's a lot of work, you know. And and I think a lot of people in Aikido have taken that mantle up and like spent time trying to understand what it is but we don't have to do that anymore i think you know like and i think this is probably kind of like what jim is kind of getting at too is like we can still take those same spiritual practices plug them in but it doesn't have to be stuck to a dogma right. you know and, and yuishiba definitely was stuck to a dogma yeah. you know now for the next part like is it necessary? is it necessary i mean and is I, it and, so this is one of those again where i'm going to say yes and no okay because yes it is necessary in the way that I described at the very beginning that, like, um, in order for you to do it correctly or for to do it in a way that's going to be meaningful to you, you have to put something into it that is akin to uh, spirituality. And if you're not, then you're not really doing it correctly. That side of it. Do you need to m- meditate and, you know, pray before every like technique that you do or whatever no like no i think um i i have to say for myself that i think you absolutely have to have spiritual practice in there um that doesn't mean we have to believe in any kind of deity or anything but you have to have something that motivates and drives you to do the thing and part of aikido is the ability to have kokoro right to have some kind of connection between your intellectual mind and your heart your uh, unconscious mind your however you want to say it but the two pieces of you um and and you have to have something that makes those jive and jive in all kinds of crazy stressful situations where normally they maybe wouldn't jive and so that is the 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 grounds of spiritual practice and so you have to have that in there so here's a question so let's say basic training in the military um is that spiritual like it does that have some of the same spiritual practices so could you approach aikido or any martial art like basic training in the military yeah, I think basic training in the military uses all kinds of spirituality too. I mean, I think uh, the way the United States is, um, you know, and I can only, you know, anyway. So the way we are is, you know, we we accept anyone for whatever religion they have, whether they're atheist or agnostic or Christian or whatever, it doesn't matter, right? And they can be in the military. Um, but there is this idea that uh, there is a God and he's watching out for you. And this is why we have chaplains in the military. I mean, the military pays people to be religious and give religious guidance to people in the military because when you're going through hard times if you have a built-in spiritual practice they're going to take advantage of that right so like meaning you know you're pissing your pants on the battlefield and they call the chaplain and the chaplain tells you god's on your side and you feel good about it 
That was miracle, right. right? And so that's why we have you know religious people in the military specifically for the job to uh, issue the spiritual practice to the people. And I think aside from that, if you're agnostic, military gives you its own spiritual practice. Now they don't say so much, right? But they do say things like embrace the suck, right? right, right. Like all this stuff that's spiritual stuff. You know, get your head in the game. A drill sergeant's right. A drill sergeant's job is to teach you to be mindful. Right, right. Like, that's their job. And to teach you to be fearless and to teach you to be strong inside. Like, that's all spiritual stuff. So, the military definitely respects whatever religion you are and is willing to give you support on that front. Um, plus, if you don't have a religion, they're going to give you their own spiritual ideas about it. And that's going to help you get through hard right, times. They give you all these rituals and traditions yes, and yes. sayings. And they give you things to think when you doubt yourself. And that's all... And a spiritual system in its own right. Marines celebrate the the birthday of the Marine Corps, right? right? I mean, like that's an important. <laughs> the, 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 well, the, this is the Marine Corps' birthday, right? right? You know, like so <laughs> the they simplify. They have you know all kinds Ooh-ha. of things. Yeah, exactly right. Those things are built in to be spiritual practices to get you motivated and to get through stuff because you can't go through something without like war without a spiritual right. practice. So that's the that's the answer, I think. Uh, you know is that like you have to have it it doesn't have to be tied you know so it doesn't have to be shinto Buddhist, right 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 catholic the, like it, what, you know the philosophy can be whatever you want it to be and then the spiritual practice goes to support that right so and f- by philosophy you got to understand aikido also has its own built-in philosophy so like that is part of what we do but you don't have to have a philosophy of you know like uh, when I die, there's going to be 72 virgins for me. Or, you know, when I die, go to a place in the clouds. Or whatever spiritual idea you have, that doesn't have to come. That, right. That's not necessary. But the kinds of practices that are practiced in religions are useful. And Aikido has its own philosophy that goes with Aikido. So so as a person, you can adopt the Aikido philosophy as your own personal sure. philosophy. Or you can see if it fits with a philosophy that you already have. Right. Um, I met someone at the women's seminar earlier this year and, and she was that brand new student that I had talked about on the podcast and she, um, uh, you know, stated that she was a, a strong Christian and was really excited when she read, uh, some Ueshiba pieces, some stuff from Art of Peace and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she was really excited about that spiritual aspect of it and how it jived with her own religion. Right. And she, you know, was telling us all very excitedly how she was excited to start Aikido and, you know, um, get the physical practice that was connected to that spiritual, that, that philo- philosophical side. Right. And I, I thought that was really cool that she found something, you know, um, especially, you know, a lot of people I think um, that are, you know, from like a Western, you know, religion, maybe get nervous about, um, eastern religions or you know how that maybe would clash with their own religion but it seemed like she able was able to get really excited about it yeah, and, yeah. and see the overlap rather than you know seeing what the how that was different a parent i think we talked about this on podcast before a parent <laughs> who came in and and mm-hmm. saw some of the statues and things that we had and and asked a question about it you know and was kind of worried because he's he was a christian and you know oh are they gonna ha- are we gonna right is it's gonna have to pray you know right, right. whatever like no, no, not not at all. <laughs> like you know, right? Um, but it is something I think people get could could be confused about, um, being that it is uh, a Japanese martial art that there's that Eastern influence, um, and those for some people that's a very stark contrast. Sure, like Eastern religion from Western religion, and so they can't 
maybe understand or they don't see the similarities in the middle so you know they're like ah, i can't do this eastern religious right. thing because that's devil stuff yeah mm-hmm. um i can only you know even though like this woman and other people i think i think a lot of people if you really so, yeah. look at it you'll be able to find that like oh yeah it's all there's a lot of overlap it exists yeah. in that middle middle yeah. you know yeah most good morality is good morality for reasons because we all mostly agree with it and we think you know well it's, that's yeah, a good way to but, be a person you know and I think, too, for a lot of people, I don't know, I feel this way. I'm not a religious person, but I feel like my dojo would be, if anyone asked me, you know, if I went to church, well, I'd say no, but my dojo is like my church, you know, like a, a group of people that I share, have shared values with that I enjoy going and seeing and my, my spirit feels, um, you know, better after I leave the dojo, you know, right. I feel, I feel um, nourished. Right. Um, and, you know, it's something, a place that I like to spend time at and, you know, I, yeah, it's a it's a good place, you know, and I think that that's kind of the, a similar role that it plays, and especially for people that if they're unclear about their own, uh, you know, philosophy or spirituality, that's fills that niche for them. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard more than a few people saying that. I remember at a dojo cleanup once, one of the guys, and he was probably in his fifties. He he looked at me and he's like, "This is way better than church." Yeah. And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "This is this is my church." And I was like, "All right, dude, this is a dojo." And he's like, "It's like no, looks like I come here, I feel better about myself, like I get my head straight." Like I, I yeah. these are all people that I share values with. Like we all get along really well. We all come and like help clean up the dojo and take care of stuff. It's like this is like church right. and it, 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 yeah. same kind of thing. Yeah. And I think too, like the similarities, you know, of having like rituals and little traditions and things like that. Um, it's good for people, you know. I mean, right. we were talking right. about like all like meditation, and all that stuff. Like that's all. Um, aside from any specific religion or spirituality it's just it's 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 good for people to be attentive it's good for people to spend time making sure that the you know that the showman is dusted perfectly you know and uh, spending time with themselves and can i watch my breath for 15 minutes i don't know you know and getting to like have that experience yeah i think it's really good for people people go to mass and they kneel yeah, and exactly they stand right. and they kneel and they stand and they repeat the latin <laughs> and they, you know yeah i mean it's yeah. the exactly. same thing you know yeah. um or any other religion whatever you know yeah sing songs while the you know the preacher is uh playing his acoustic guitar or whatever and it's why re- religion stayed around forever you know like i mean i think i've heard a lot of my friends so i hang out with a lot of academic people and and a lot of them will say things you know like oh you know why do people still believe in religion it's archaic and it's all this but it's like it provides comfort and security and sense of identity and all this really great stuff and like you know i think for like atheists and stuff that comes from great art or something you know what i mean like right. the other or, kinds yeah. of things but you but it's, find it other places, yeah we yeah. need that in our life like we we need that stuff nourishment like for the soul you know and i think yeah yeah it's difficult so like the inaction of that you know because i think part of what he's asking about here is the like you know how does that all play out in the dojo you know it's easy to talk about the the philosophy or the you know like you know could you have spiritual practice sure but like on the day-to-day basis like how does that you know is that something that you have in your dojo is that you know like do right. people read that? Do, you know, is there, uh, and it's interesting because I would imagine, you know, obviously it's different from dojo to dojo, whether people, you know, whether senseis, you know, bring that onto the mat and, and are more specific about that or, you know, what role that plays um, on the mat and off the mat and stuff. And um, I think, you know, as it, 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 it can only be specific to the dojo and the specific group of people and, and you know, what you're all kind of 
agreeing yeah, on. Yeah, some schools you know? are definitely going to be more into the spiritual practices or sure, less. Or, sure, yeah. You know, um, and, you know, I think it has its, its pros and cons, you know. I think if there is more overt spirituality, you know, more like we're on the mat during class meditating for this many minutes and we're, you know, talking about, you know, specific, you know, religious figures or whatever, you know, that is maybe great for some people. Some people maybe would be drawn to a specific teacher for that very thing. Um, But that also maybe for other people is off-putting. Right. Uh, if you look at like Koichi Barra, she has a, 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 a shrine. It's it's a, a Shinto shrine. Yeah. And he teaches Aikido there. And so Aikido and his spirituality are super are tied same, together. Right, because, right. And I could totally see how if you want like the authentic Japanese experience totally. and you're here in the United States, that's Sounds awesome. probably that's the way to go. You, you know go, what yeah. I mean? And and like, you know, if you're a hardcore Christian and you really believe in Christian and there was a, a pastor who teaches Aikido at your church, well, then that's probably the way <laughs> you awesome. want to do yeah. it, right? Totally, like, yeah. Because it's like we can all get on the same page really easy, you know. But if you can't, if you don't, you know, if you're agnostic or atheist or just kind of wandering around or whatever, like Aikido does have a built-in way of helping you get to it. You know what I mean? Like a a Mm built-in spiritual practice for you that doesn't – that's not stuck on a philosophy of of God or afterlife or or other things, you know. I think then that's the big – that's the big – the sticky wig or the big thing is like – not conflating the two like spirituality doesn't have to be uh religious you know right um so that you can have spiritual practices that aren't tied to a specific deity or a specific blah 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 um and uh and and be like okay with that right i think the thing that i will say and we've i know that we've kind of hit this multiple past podcasts is that uh when we're talking about aikido you know there's aikido is a full system unto itself and there's a lot to learn just with that you know completely separated from any spiritual stuff apart from that and i think that um in my personal opinion if there's too much of the spiritual stuff on the mat that does take away from the actual learning of the aikido you know right. what I, mean? I think as jim would say the physical practice of aikido. right yeah and um the the concepts and the philosophies of specifically aikido you know and if that's what people are there to learn then they're not getting what they came to learn, you know? And I think that's one of the things that we've talked about that Aikido's uh, reputation has gotten so um, interwoven with that that now we're kind of having to go, okay, is this what we want Aikido's reputation to be, you know, on the whole? Because, uh, you know, if if spirituality is so woven in with Aikido then they're in, there's no way to disentangle that, then we're going to lose out on a lot of interest for people that don't want a specific spiritual thing. You know, they have their own spiritual stuff already or they, you know, they don't want that. Right. I mean, I, I, so I just want to, you know, I think there's a little conflation. Yeah. Yeah. Is this is what you're saying? That, like uh, between the philosophy of a, the dogmatic philosophy of a certain religion mm-hmm. and the spiritual practices of a certain, because I yeah. think Aikido is completely entangled with spiritual practice and you can't cut right. it out. Um, but that does, it's not connected to right. any kind of deity and what, or right, yeah. or, And what you were saying, and this is before, and I think this is true, is that any kind, any sort of martial art is going to be that, whether right, you want it right. to or not. That's right. Like even if you're going and and studying whatever, right? Soccer, it, it doesn't whatever matter. it whatever is, right? Do. It's going to be in there. Right. You may not recognize it. You may not feel it. You you know, if I'm boxing and punching right. someone in the face, it's still there. I may not recognize it as such because it's going to be a different set of things that are happening. 
but it's still there. But I'm saying that different there, from yeah. There was a, a I think a, a fair amount of there have been a fair amount of people that have layered onto it additional right. sure spiritual stuff that is not the inherent Aikido spiritual stuff. And you know you, what I mean? Like the just the the inherent natural spirituality right. of Aikido, yeah, I mean, which is in all things. Yuichibo is one of those guys, right? right exactly. I mean, you know, and, like, and so, like, I think I and, mean, and is that because because of him and because it was a, a, an Eastern martial art that came around at a time when people were looking for something magical? I think we live in an awesome time now where it's really easy to um, take anything and tear it apart to its bare bone essentials and and pull out things like, you know, saying like uh, um, evangelistic practice or uh, psychedelic practice or mindfulness or any of these things are parts of religion. And I think at one point in time, the religion that you studied was the only way you got those kinds of practices. Like you couldn't separate what spiritual practices were from your religion. Right. And so when you wanted to have that stuff in yeah, your martial art, that's you right. plopped it down in there, you know. And it's why, you know, like um, say uh, a basketball coach, you know, in the U.S., a basketball coach will tell the team to take a knee. Right. You know, and then they'll pray to God. Oh, yep. And and they're, they're doing that because that's the only way they know to like unify everyone's spirit, right? right. And so like – Talking about God like the preacher would do to them is the only way they really know it, you know? Like, there are other ways to do it. but And so, so yeah, like, Yuishiba, that was spiritual to him, the religion. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, of course it came along with it. And like I said, I think that has hurt us uh, as time's yeah. gone by because people have this feeling of like, well, I don't want your weird, you know, believing in yeah. crazy gods or something that I don't believe in, you know? And, and it's like, that doesn't have to be a part of it. Right. But the spiritual stuff is the spiritual but stuff. But I think right. I think my point is that like at a certain point that was a uh, – that was something that, that drew people to it. That was something that people right. looked for because they were like, ooh, he's doing something different and, and kind of weird and crazy. Right. And he's able to do some – awesome stuff maybe that's why you know right 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 so i think if it hurt us that's that's how it hurt us is you get people who are are again conflating two things like they're conflating his physical abilities and his abilities to do like the techniques with his particular particular religious beliefs yeah and so they're like well i if if he has it and he has it through his religious beliefs I got to get it that way too. Right, right. So there's a – this is one of my favorite things I ever saw in my entire life. Uh, there was – Roy Jones is a famous I'm boxer. very excited An to amazing, hear amazing boxer. And you've probably heard the story before because I really like it. Um, but uh, he's a famous boxer and an amazing boxer. And um, after one of his fights, uh, he beat the hell out of the other guy. And uh, he's being interviewed. And the interviewer said, you know, like, well, Roy, what was going through your mind during the fight? And he's like, well, I got in the ring and I realized that Jesus was coming into my body. And then I just looked at the other guy and I felt sorry for him because I knew he couldn't beat up Jesus. And then I just sat beside while Jesus beat this other man up in my body. And I was sitting there with a friend of mine and my and my friend just starts laughing and he's like, he's like, does he really think that Jesus helped him beat up that other guy? And I'm like, in truth, Jesus did, did right, help him right, beat up right, that other right, guy. Right, sure. Like because Roy Jones didn't have another way to talk about that. Like he grew up with, you know, in a Christian family. And so like that spiritual feeling to him was Jesus. Like that's what that's he had been told. That's the language that he speaks. Yeah. Right. And so in his language, that's what happened. Now, what really, well, okay. 
to me analyzing it, what I think happened was he had perfect clarity. And he knew when he had perfect clarity that like he was superior to the other guy. And so that gave him complete confidence. And so spiritually he was way better than the other guy, right? Now you And can, that perfect clarity, he he got that through in his perception the religious sure uh, right. experience for him it was that clarity was a religious experience that's as right much as anything else yeah. that's right yeah. and and you can't say that's not true because it is true yeah. for him right 100%. um but but it's just the problem comes in like trying to push all your stuff right. on someone right. else you know right so i guess what i'm saying is like it, i think it it maybe hurts us when we can only talk about aikido through a re- in a religious language right. yes using speaking only the re- language of a specific religion yes. and it alienates students that come in that don't speak that language or yes. don't want to speak that language yes. and so i think to me it, like spiritual practice it, yeah it's totally inherent in aikido that's what you're doing all that's what i come to it for is a, is a, it's a spiritual practice for me mm-hmm. but i want to speak the language of aikido right. and not another something else right right don't attack other stuff on top of it. right yeah. exactly yeah and i'm always careful about that because i don't you know i don't want to tell anyone they're right or wrong because i don't know shit you know what i mean so like i don't know if you're right or wrong but like i want to make it as open and accessible to everyone as possible right. and so like yeah. i'm very careful about saying like what that is and so like i'm slow to indoctrinate people into what i mean by the word spiritual so you're clear sure. that i'm not yeah. i'm not disrespecting your god or your ideals about anything else like just that um this is what i mean by a spiritual practice and i feel like we have a lot of uh different people in the dojo uh with a lot of different um religious beliefs yeah absolutely Um, and it's not anything that ever really probably gets talked about ever um but it you know it exists i think if you were to really like kind of ferret it out from people and that is a good testament to the fact that you know it's something that different people from different backgrounds can all enjoy together on the same mat, yes. speaking the language of Aikido. Yes. And then through that, maybe even translating in their heads to the language they speak. And whether that language is Christianity or whether it's, you know, Islam or whatever it is, like they can translate that in their own head to, you know, to really connect to what their inner language is, you know. Right, right. But right. we can all speak the same language on the mat. That's right. Yeah. Bam. What, uh, what was there anything else? I think. I mean, I think we hit it pretty. Yeah. Spiritual practices to supplement your Aikido uh, training is spiritual practice even necessary? That's, so that supplement, I think, is an interesting word. Um. Because I'm not. Is it? Is it? Because supplement to me is a, I, like it's enhancing more than it's supplementing. Although maybe those words are sort of semantic inner inner yeah. Yeah, interchangeable tricky. yeah well i mean i think it's inherent right right um so it, like to me yeah when it's, it's like yeah it's, it's not supplementing because supplement means it's in place of something else right and i don't feel like it's, right, it's giving being, it something that's lacking already right like i don't feel it's in place of something else i think it's a inherent and and b like enhancing the overall right i think you know completing it even so i think we could give specific instances where it might and i think we already have like you know if you were teaching aikido to a christian church right where everyone was a member of the christian faith uh translating aikido ideas through the christianity might have a supplemental effect because everyone's already on on board to talk that way about it and so like so if you know the language and they all know the language then talking that way about aikido might be more beneficial you know but that's not linked to any one religion it's just the group and so i could go further and i will right now and say that it's just whatever culture you're from supplementing 
the cultural beliefs, right. you know, adding that to your Aikido will help the group, right? So meaning, you know, if you're in California, the way you talk about Aikido should be one way. Right. If you're we'll in Southeast yeah. Asia, you should talk about it in another way, you know, like, yeah, because that culture has a different way of perceiving the world. And if you can get on board with that, that supplement to Aikido will make it better for them. Speak whatever language is right. native yes. there. When in Rome. <laughs> All right. Uh, Was that what are we? What's our forty three minutes? Whoa, look at, look at that! Like magic. Right. like magic. That that I feel like that really went by super fast. That's a good one. Yeah. So uh, thanks and again, thank you, Jim Gallant, for, for that idea. Question. It was awesome. I think that's a really good one. Um, and definitely, again, I think one of those things that if you know about Aikido, you know that there is. You might not under know exactly what it is, but you know that there's a spiritual connection, right? You know that there's some sort of, you know, that the the O Sensei was into this thing and that it kind of got translated down 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 and a lot of the things that we do um come from from that so right yeah and the i think it, and it, the, when it comes right down to it it's always personal i don't know in my opinion it's always like everybody has their own lens that they look at the thing at th- through you know right, right. Sure. and so it's always going to be a person's decision as to whether it, right that's everything on this podcast true <laughs> podcast always comes down to like, well Right. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is, like, I could look at you and go, Josh's practice doesn't look spiritual to me. Right, right. But if you feel that it's the spiritual relationship that you have to your IQ, then then hell yeah, you do. Yeah. And I mean, I look at people all the time and I'm like, this isn't spiritual. And I'm like, well, okay, if that's you don't believe it is, right, it's fine. Right. But I can tell the way you're practicing it, it's very right. spiritual to you. Right. You know? and, and that goes back to what is your definition of right, that right, thing. Right. So it's hard. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and thank our patrons because uh, do we have new patrons again this week? Mm, I don't think so, but that thing is driving that microphone oh, crazy. Sorry, I'm trying to hold it where my phone won't make the microphone go crazy. Um, okay. Thank well, you. So, our patrons. Yeah. Um, I don't think we got any new ones this week, but um, sorry if you're new. Um, thank you. <laughs> sorry if sorry you're new. Sorry if you're new. Fine. Uh, thank you so much to our patrons. We really appreciate all of you guys. You make it possible for us to do this podcast and keep it uh, online for everyone to listen to. So Forever. We really appreciate forever. it. Thank you very much. Immortalized in the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you to Rob Kitson, John Smith, Christian Sager. I think that's a new person. That sounds really new. It does sound uh, Francis Cordon, Scott Burns, Sension Center, Barrett Lippy, Yuli Simgu, Matt Mumford, Lenny Acuna, Ben Bear Wrestler Eldridge, <laughs> Randy Stewart, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Jim Sullivan, Marcin Chiss, Hillary Jones, Franz Martinson, Brian Crowley, Christopher Aceto, Thomas Bellino, Flora Hanowick, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Jim Gallant. Thank, thank you, you for Jim. the topic idea. Genghis Galahad, Matt Riley, Tommy Siv, Dave Dewberry, Okan Ayrton, Constantinos Andrew, and Grant Templin. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, and just a reminder, if you have questions, um, you can submit that on uh, Patreon on our page there because Chris is usually checking that. Um, and then also uh, you can message us on our Facebook page. That's another way to ask questions uh, or let us know that we suck. Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, I don't know, you know, just let us know us, what's going uh, on. If you are on whatever podcast platform and you want to give us a uh oh, yeah, a review. review that would be awesome uh, a yeah. five-star review <laughs> so that yeah. so we can boost up our rate you know yeah boost up our, our things there people do see it and it does yeah, help encourage other sure. listeners and uh share this with your friends if you have uh, any that would be interested in the podcast um please you know let them have them listen to us um tip of the week tip of the week um Dang. Uh, it's 
It's weird. Mm. This week seems like Maya didn't think about this all week. Huh. Like, I, you know, usually I sit and I like puzzle. I know. You know, I sit in my right apartment. Right after we get done, she gets her notebook out yeah, and she and just, just starts like working. Brainstorming. Are we gonna be a pun? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Sit and think about like is your what do you think spiritual is and is your practice spiritual to you and i don't think there's a wrong answer there yeah um but you know if there are things that you feel are spiritual or connections that couldn't be made that you didn't see were before then maybe you can draw some of those connections to what you do on the mat and what you do um you know and if you're religious or if you're not like how that all plays out for you because that's something good to think about yeah Yeah, i would think if you if you are listening to this and you are thinking you don't think that it's that you have a particularly spiritual practice um really give some thought about that because you're probably wrong (laughs) 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 or 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 you don't (laughs) or or you're not um no offense but you're wrong (laughs) no or there's there's something there but there's something wrong in the in in your practice uh wait i mean it can be whatever not, people want it to be sure <laughs> anyway if so you're, really no, what, so what he's if, saying if you're spending time doing it then it probably is spiritual right. in and some so way if you. you don't think it is try to understand why that is if the, you the love case. love love aikido there's probably something spiritual yeah. there you for go. you. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thank it's, you. I mean, I've heard it's Christmas time, so love, love, love has been uh, coming up again. Right, um, yeah. So also, this podcast is going to come out uh, on New Year's. All Day. right. So uh, happy New Year, everybody! Boom, boom. Happy yeah. New Year, happy New Year, everybody! Make a twenty twenty. Make a Aikido New Year's resolution okay. and stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quit. Yes, that's <laughs> and stick and to stick it. Stick to. I gave. I gave oh, it yeah, the finger. Yeah, I, wish, yeah. I wish that was on video. After <laughs> after all these years, I was just gonna quit. So yeah, that's great. Thank you. I'm glad I can motivate you, Josh. <laughs> um, right. So hopefully this uh, this new year we'll have a bunch of good stuff for you. Um, thanks for being a part of our podcast. Yeah, we thank really you guys. Do appreciate it. It's been a, a great year. All has right, been. guys. It has been. All right. Goodbye. Talk to you next year. I mean, this year. <laughs> <laughs>